and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the Word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. And I'm Brian Moon, and I'm sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. The truth is God's word. Hebrews 4.12 says, The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Amen. Praise God. Hebrews 4.12 Today on Truth Dealer Radio, I want to talk about a little bit about the end times, the timing of the rapture, and at the last day, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And this is going to be a discussion that some people don't want to listen to. I pray that you would listen to it, and if you disagree with me, please write to me and tell me why from the Bible. Brian at truthdealer-radio.com And don't send me any charts or quotes from men, okay? I want to see from the Bible because I used to be a pre-tribulation believer, very strong, very emotional. I knew about all the charts. I had it all memorized. I was taught by many different men from the time I got saved up until the time when I realized I had never studied it myself. And certain things weren't adding up as I was reading through the Bible a few times, you know, as you get saved and then you start to read the Bible and then God takes you here, God takes you there. Sometimes you just read through in order. And I was doing all those things over the years. I, I believe it's the Holy Spirit was showing me. This doesn't match that. This doesn't match this. This does match this. And I started to make my own outlines and I mean with Scripture, comparing Scripture with Scripture. And that is what we need to do. That is how we rightly divide the word of truth. So this is a Bible study about that, okay? So first thing I I take offense to is a lot of pre-trib people, they're very emotional. Like I said, I was there before. But then when I did go to look for myself, I was shocked. I don't know any born-again Bible believers who don't believe what the Bible says is going to happen to us. We're going to read all these verses. What's disagreed upon is the timing. And what's disagreed upon is the fact that God Almighty can protect his children during that time that is to come upon the earth. Okay, where the wicked are being punished with God's wrath. Like when Egypt was being punished with God's wrath and Israel was 100% protected during that like Noah and his family were protected while that trial came upon the entire earth everybody died everything was flooded except for them so God has that ability he's done it before 
Amen? He's clearly demonstrated he can protect his own, he protects his children, and all the way through the ages, the saints of God have been persecuted by the devil. That's a whole nother issue in the end times. That has never stopped happening all the way back through the prophets that were foreshadowing the Lord to the Lord himself and his suffering for being the truth incarnate, amen, for coming here and exposing the sin of the world, even unto death on the cross. He was so obedient. He died for our sins. He was buried and he rose again and he's alive and he's coming back. So that's what we're going to talk about today. He's coming back. He's not coming back twice. He's coming back to judge the world. And for all, those of us who believe, it is our hope. We long to see that day. So what I get upset about is when pre-trib believers, they say, you don't love his appearing. You, you don't. They quote these, cherry pick these little verses and twist it to insult you to try to tw- tweak your emotions to agree with them. That's another lie. I love the day of his appearing, but it's not because I want to get out of trouble because I don't want to suffer or go through something hard that all the apostles had to go through, that the Lord himself had to go through, that the whole entire church up until now has gone through and is going through in other countries, and it's coming here next. It's not because of that. It's because I love the fact that Jesus Christ is going to come again and he's going to judge the wicked and he's going to be recognized for his sovereign holiness and he will get what is coming to him the glory amen and he will set up his kingdom praise god so let's start in here what are we looking for with this event first thessalonians 4:14 4, through 18 for if we believe that jesus died and rose again even so them also which sleep in jesus will god bring with him For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. I want you to remember that. Point that out to yourself. First of all, there's the trumpet. The dead in Christ shall rise first right before the rapture the dead in christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them them all of them all of the other saints and christ to meet the lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the lord there's no redoing this this is it this is the whole this is the body of christ Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Praise God. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty one through 58. Zeroes in a little more on the specifics. It says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. Okay, so now this is saying the last trump this has got to be talking about the same event we just read about in 1 Thessalonians because the trump of God, okay? 
the dead in Christ shall rise first. It's only a one-time thing. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying which is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Praise God. Okay, so we know that we're going to be changed in the twinkling of an eye. It's going to happen at the last trump. Whoever's alive here at the moment when Jesus Christ comes back, he's going to raise the dead in Christ first. And then those other people will be changed and caught up together all at the same time. Like boom, boom. Telling us when, okay? Now, this is the timing in 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 through 11. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Okay, did you catch that? But ye, brethren, saved people, Christians, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. We are not going to be, we don't know the day or the hour or the, or the exact moment, but we're not going to be totally taken off guard like the people when the, when the flood came, Jesus said, as, as it was in the days of Noah. They were partying and doing all kinds of wickedness, and then all of a sudden, boom, the judgment came. It was too late. These people, they've been warned, but they don't believe it. Well, that's what's going to happen. It's going to come down. God's going to drop the hammer, and it's going to be too late at that point. But we are going to know. We know Jesus said, watch, therefore, and pray. Know the times and the seasons. You can see, you, you know what time it is, so to speak. You know I'm at the door. You know it's, it's about to happen. All the signs are there, right? Because we're, we're watching and waiting for the Lord. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Since 2016, KJV Prepper has been providing quality, original Christian apparel and gear that will witness to non-believers and encourage believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All designs are original and all apparel is printed here at the KJV Prepper Workshop in beautiful upstate New York. Visit kjvprepper.com for effective Christian apparel, worn to worn. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. We were leaving off in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 4. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, 
that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunk in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us. Whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. Okay, so right here is a verse that people cherry pick out. It says, God has not appointed us to wrath. And they try to say that that means we can't be on the earth when the tribulation happens. But the context of this verse is talking about, it's the contrast between wrath and salvation in Jesus Christ. It's talking about, we're not going to go to hell. We have, our hope is Jesus. Our blessed hope is Jesus Christ, not an event, not just the rapture. That is his vehicle for getting us out of here when it's time. He is our hope. Jesus is our hope. And our salvation in Jesus is our hope. So that's the contrast in that verse. That's what that verse is talking about. So we who are saved are not appointed to God's wrath in hell, but to salvation in Jesus Christ. This is the context given. We are promised on this world, we are promised persecution and trials because of our faith in Jesus Christ while here on earth, okay? So as long as there's saints on earth, we're going to have trials and tribulation, not not the great tribulation where it's coming down on us. That is for the wicked. And like I said, in Israel, God was perfectly able, in, uh, in Egypt, God was perfectly capable of dividing that out and punishing the wicked and protecting his children. 2 Thessalonians 1, 7 through 10. Now, this, this gets into the timing so much. This is, this is very, very clear. And you who are troubled, rest with us. Okay, those people that are being persecuted now as we speak. Rest with us. When is our rest going to be? When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them, that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe. Okay, that is talking about, that's when he's gathering his saints together to him. That's when he's coming again. It's one event. The wicked are going to be destroyed and punished, and we are going to be caught up in joy with him. And then, as it said, we're never going to be separated from him ever again. It's, it's the main event. Because our testimony among you was believed in that day. So praise God. It says, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints. That's not a four-phase process. That is... Boom! I mean, it, it is a major, major final event. Praise God. Second Thessalonians 2, 1 through 5. Now, this zooms in even further on the timing. 
Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. So he's, he's going to break it down. He's talking about this event that we refer to as the rapture. That ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things? Okay, so they were a little confused about some of these things, and he's writing to them again, and he's clearing it up. He's saying, remember, I told you that the day of the Lord isn't going to happen until after the Antichrist is revealed. That day shall not come except there come a falling away first. Now, some of these, I'm sorry, but it's heresy because they twist the word. If you look up what the word falling away is, it's apostasia. It's, a, it's an age of apostasy. That's what we're living in right now. And it's getting worse by the day. They lie. They say, oh, that's talking about the rapture. What? Falling away? Like falling up? It, it still doesn't make sense in any of the context. But that is not what that word is talking about. It's apostasia. Falling away from the faith. And he's telling them, no, remember I taught you all, basically all the stuff that Jesus told was going to happen first. There's signs to watch for. Signs to see happening so you know the season. So you aren't taken off guard like a thief in the night where you're not prepared. You got to keep the oil in your lamps. So Jesus taught in Matthew 24, 29 through 31, immediately after the tribulation of those days, Shall the sun be darkened? And by the way, before this, what he's describing is really, really bad tribulation. He's talking about end of the world stuff. They asked him, hey, when are you coming back? When is, how are we going to know when you're about to come back? How will we know the things you know, that are going on with the end of the world? And he's telling them all that stuff. Go and read it. It's in Mark also in Luke chapter 21. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken and then shall appear the sign of the son of man in heaven and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the son of man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory and he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. He's going to raise all the saints. He's going to gather everyone together up into the sky from one end of heaven to the other. All up, gather them all up into the sky with himself. Praise God. Now, when does Jesus say that's going to happen? After the tribulation. John six thirty nine through 40. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me that all of which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day.
praise God. Now, the last day is the last day, okay? This is what he just said. Now, the, the saints who pass on before us will be raised first. The dead in Christ will be raised first, and then the rapture of the saints who are alive, that are remaining on the earth. That is the timing of it. That is on the last day. And the rapture happens precisely after that moment that the dead in Christ, the saints who passed on before, rise first. Then we who remain are changed in the twinkling of an eye and caught up together with all them and with the Lord in the air. And notice the only time Jesus talks about a trumpet and talks about anything that has any, that sounds anything like an event that Paul described in the, that's in 1 Corinthians, 1 Thessalonians, all these other places, and Old Testament too. It's the end. It's like the climax of all the things that have been going on, okay? Now, one other thing to point out, there's the word saints. The word saints is used over 50 times in the New Testament to describe the church. Now, John eleven twenty four, Martha said this to Jesus, and Jesus did not correct her. Martha said unto him, I know, they're talking about Lazarus, he had died, he was in the tomb. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Okay, that's exactly what Jesus had taught. At the last day. That's when, see, he was a believer. He had died. Martha said, yes, I believe he's going to rise again at the last day. Well, that would be one blink of an eye before the rapture. Okay? This is what the Bible teaches. This is what Jesus, the Lord, teaches in his word. It's right there to read. So if you want to ignore it, instead choose some kind of a John Hagee chart or something else, that's going to be to your own trouble. Okay, these warnings are here for us because we need to strengthen ourselves in the Lord and realize what is coming upon the earth and what is coming upon the world and and check the sobriety of it and be ready. Be ready, brothers and sisters. Look at what's going around, around the world right now. It's not going to slow down. No, it's not going to slow down. These people are going rough. They're going dirty for the Antichrist plan. They're setting it up. They're setting it up right now. The United Nations just changed their website. You want to know what it says now? It says, United Nations New World Order. UNNWO.org. United Nations New World Order. They tell you what the plan is. They tell you they're already like almost done with it. And they want peace and safety. Well, where have we heard about that? They said everybody on earth is going to be happy. Just, you know, take this vaccine with a tracking chip in it so we can trace you. It's all foreshadowing of what's coming, okay? So their goal is 2030 to 2050. That's not very far away. You see how close we are? to that so my point is that the last day Jesus is going to raise the saints at the last day and then the rapture takes place right after that moment that is not seven years before his judgment 
that is the beginning. That is that is the day of the Lord. That is serious go time for judgment on earth. Okay, the last day. Jesus is not confused about all of that. It's in His Word for a reason. Okay, Matthew twenty eight eighteen through twenty says, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And that amen means I agree with that. That says it right there in the the end of the verse. It says, amen. Jesus Christ will be with us until the end of the world because we are going to be here until the end of the world. He is going to come and rescue us, yes. But when hard times come, when persecution comes, did the the apostles get to uh, get out a persecution-free card? No, they were all martyred for the faith, which, according to God's word, is a privilege to share in the sufferings of Christ. It's a privilege. And our Lord went before us on that road. And his grace is sufficient for us. If that day comes upon us, he will provide us with the strength to endure to the end. Okay, not to earn our salvation, but because there is an end. And if we have to endure through it, he will be the one who supports us through it and protects us through it. And what a time of faith that will be. So we need to be in prayer about all this. Open your eyes. Be sober. Watch unto prayer. And believe on the Lord Jesus Christ for your salvation. Put all your faith and trust in him if you don't know him. Because times are going to get dark. But our blessed hope is coming again. So look unto him. But study the scriptures for yourself. Seek out these doctrines. And like I said, if you disagree with me, send me some Bible verses and show me why. And we'll see how the scripture compares with scripture, okay? And I would be happy to discuss those things with anyone. This time we're living in right now, there's a lot of modern doctrines, okay? Joel Osteen thinks you're going to have your best life now and, and then get raptured. So beware of smooth talkers and people who tell you that there's nothing to worry about. We won't be here. There won't be any trouble for us. Good old America. I think if we look around, we could see that that might not be true, I think this country is being judged. Pray and prepare in the spirit and serve the Lord. Talk to your neighbors. Hand out gospel tracts. Do whatever the Lord has called you to do. Don't wait. Time is short and the day is coming when no man can work. So let's get about God's business. And no matter what your belief is with the timing, it's always imminent. Because none of us knows when our time is going to be up. So we all have an imminent coming of the Lord in that sense. We should live every day with that in mind. I thank you again for listening. God bless you. Be strong. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. Truth 
DealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com.